had a mm-hmm. kid show up late to school um yesterday as well. First person this guy came to look for was me. He said, yo, you're here, <laughs> Mr. I was like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> a different place. It's a different yeah. place. They couldn't be sure. They <laughs> What up, peeps? This is Alyssa, and I'm here with my co-host and faux little bro, Andre. And welcome to another episode of Teachers Like Us. Teachers like you. Yeah. Teachers, (laughs) half of the teachers that teach and the other half that are on leave, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, my therapist said to do things that bring me joy, and the podcast is one of those things. So um, I'll be here. I'll be here, but from here, from home. Silent claps. Woo! <laughs> Little finger claps for that. So I don't have to do this by myself. I remember um during the pandemic where I was at home and had to be doing these by myself. Horrible. <laughs> Some people just weren't meant to podcast alone. No, I don't know how anyone does it. How you just look at yourself and say, let me just give off these thoughts for half an hour. I don't know how you don't because you, well, maybe not, but you are an only child-ish, ish, I will say. Um, I was an only child for 15 years in my house, like before my brother came along. Mm. Again, I have like sisters, but they didn't live with me. And so like I learned how to talk to myself. Like that is an actual thing that I feel like only children develop. (laughs) Maybe you just had too many siblings from the get that you were around. No, I don't know. I can like I talk to myself now. And apparently that's like something that smart people do is they, they talk to themselves. So I talk to myself whether like just in my head or out loud too if mm-hmm. i'm by myself but to actually be like okay i'm going to put out whatever content or say whatever my opinion is into a mic that's weird i shouldn't be letting people into my internal conversations that's just what it feels like <laughs> literally what we do every week <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so talk to me how is school you are now one and a half days in. Yeah, this is day two that we're in right now. Um, school has been good. It's been good to see um a lot of kids' faces from last year. Good to see some of these kids that I that are aren't new to our school, but because they were online, they haven't been in the building. True. So um seeing a couple of them because when I ran like extracurriculars and stuff like that, and we were inviting those online kids to come. There's a couple of those kids that I recognize that are back in the building, but there's it's just weird that um even yesterday while we were doing assemblies there's so many kids i was like i have no idea who you are and this is not like a oh i forgot you or Mm -hmm. um something like this like i've literally never met you and you're in grade eight (laughs) yeah that's nuts yeah but um over here has been good like it's i'm adjusting to being in Alyssa's shoes it's kind of um ish ish yeah <laughs> kind of it's uh he refuses to go into my office so hey, 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 hey. don't be telling the people that it's not <laughs> what it is my my stance is i have a room already has my name on it my face is there and the room ha- is set up the way that i i'm comfortable so now to go and sit in somebody else's room all day where it's set up for their comfort it's kind of like, you know, 
I don't know. I guess like if you're a a teacher and you know you want to be one of those teachers that are designing the room the way that you like it and having all kind of colorful borders and all that <laughs> stuff, but yeah. you're in somebody else's room for like three months and you know they're coming back, so you can't really do all of that. You hope kind they're of, coming back. <laughs> yeah, you know they're coming back, so you're like, ah, oh, let me just you know try and make it work in their space. That's all I'm doing, but I already have my own space, so. Fair. Might as well just leave the lights off over there. I'm That's saving I mean. the board like, money. I literally think to myself, like, so my office is just a shrine right now. Like, it's yeah, just, that's it. Like, I in, think... in memory of her, you know, like, <laughs> still alive. I don't know. I went in there this morning to grab a pen, and I was like, ooh, it's, like, extra cold in here because the door hasn't been opened in how oh, long. Just the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so first day of school was really hard for me. Um. I, again, this is, this is a hard place to be in right now because I feel like I didn't want to be on leave. Like it literally was like my body saying like, you're ma'am, you're done. Like my brain was like, everything was so done. Like to the point where if I'm sobbing on the podcast, like I could not. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. That was difficult to edit all of the, (laughs) the whole episode is me crying because like I, I literally am just very done. Um, And so, yeah, like I couldn't have been there in the current capacity that I'm in, but it was still hard to know that like, yeah, like I wasn't there, especially in the guidance role, like Mm -hmm. whatever, like any other, if I, I think if I were, you know, a homeroom teacher or whatever, for me personally, I wouldn't have felt it as deeply, but like, for guidance, ooh, it, like it stung a little bit because I have been kind of like itching for this position, mm-hmm. contact guidance, that kind of like role for so long um, that, yeah, even whatever, however long this ends up being. Yeah, first day of school is hard. I was like, ooh, I feel it. <laughs> I feel it in my chest. <laughs> but what about like the the parent side of actually getting to be home? Because that's something that most parents, parent teachers or teacher parents whatever whichever way you want to put that yeah you're not home for like your kid's first day of school because you're at work yeah i never get to do first day of school um like again i'm here before they leave so i get to like see them but like i don't get to take them to school yeah um so that was interesting although it was again doubly interesting for me because my kids go to a school where those teachers know that i'm a teacher Ah, uh, so when they saw you, they're like, mm. yeah. So, and then when they saw me again today, they were like, mm. like <laughs> I could tell she got fired. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> right? They're they're definitely like the their brains are like like they're they're trying to figure it out. Um, so yeah, that's kind of that's an interesting thing. But it was nice to see them off. Um, the the boys just like ran. Brother Bear ran all the way to school. I was like, please stop running, like can we just walk? Like I, my legs cannot carry me as fast as those little legs are taking you right now. <laughs> um, baby bear found his class and he was like, Hey, peace. And then we have dear sister bear with all the emotions of every friggin' daytime soap you've ever seen <laughs> in your life. All of a sudden I turn around cause I'm getting the boys into their lines. I turn around and she's like by my side and I just see her eyes like, and I was like, here we go. <laughs> mm. Like mother, like daughter. 
And so she starts tearing up. She's like, I'm just going to miss you. And I was like, ma'am, I'll be back. Yeah, yeah, like six hours. (laughs) Get it together. (laughs) And she had a blast. She had a blast. She's got her blue hair right now. Her teacher is fantastic. I got to talk to her teacher this morning. So that was kind of cool. So yeah. Um, I honestly wish it were as easy as people think it is to turn off the like anxiety and depression truthfully Mm. like i wish i could just be like okay i'm fine now that i'm home but it doesn't exactly work like that and i think it's even harder to understand for someone like me who i hate this term but is high functioning because that's what my doctor says too like oh you're so high functioning i never would have thought that you needed this kind of time and i'm like i'm struggling yeah so um yeah I know people are going to be listening to this like, oops, she sounds fine to me. Um, but I think that's the thing with like with um, mental health overall. Like I know when we talk about it with the kids, it's like, uh, hey, you might look fine or people might around you might think that you're fine, but you have whatever it is going on in your brain. And a lot of people are able to even mask it. So like uh-huh. I would show you, but I'm choosing not to show you type thing. And that's not something that can get you know, solved in a long weekend or something like that. 100%. So uh, today feels like the first real day that I have. Yesterday, truthfully, I spent the day panicking. Mm. Like, I just, again, like I was feeling very overwhelmed with the start of school, even though I wasn't there and probably because I wasn't there that um, I literally spent all day like frozen yesterday, just like, I should be there. I can't believe I'm here. Why am I not in school? So today feels like the first day that I am panicking a little bit less. Um, But it feels weird. Like even looking at you, we're recording this where I can see Andre. So I can see Andre in school and me here feels really weird. (laughs) It'll it'll take some time. And then, you know, again, hopefully it's not just a weird feeling, but you get the time to work on yourself and then you can come back. Fresh. And the Wonder Twins can can be rightfully put back. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Wonder Twins. Don't kill me. Um, question for you, mm-hmm. which is is going to be like a random topic that that <laughs> it was on my mind the other day. Um, so if you've seen it, it hasn't been like big big on the news, but there's this thing going around that essentially said that um they have created the first um artificial intelligence rapper so they essentially I wish you could see my face right now <laughs> so they essentially all they did was um they created this ai and played it a whole bunch of music and mm-hmm. played it music over and over and over again and then this ai on its own developed its own like beats its own uh rap cadence whatever and its own like um expression so what it looks like what it wears all that stuff and it got me thinking if you could do that in that profession if you want to call being an artist a profession can you do that like as a teacher can we get to a place where you know eventually we just have google feed i don't know lang grade seven language information to an ai and all of a sudden you could have an ai teaching a grade seven english class i think you could for the knowledge portion but does that factor in everything else we do? Because I feel like from people's perspective, all we do is teach. 
And so they're like, yeah, of course you can get an AI to come in and do that because they probably will have more knowledge because they can mm-hmm. connect to some kind of database. They can connect to Dr. Google. Yeah, and, and actually have answers. Yeah, have <laughs> when answers. teachers are like, I don't know, yeah. But again, our jobs are so much more than curriculum mm-hmm. and teaching and like teaching, um, what's it called? Teaching like subjects. It's, you know, sometimes we're like, secondary parents sometimes we're nurses sometimes like and this is not to downplay any of those professions and saying like ah we could do your job but like we have aspects of all of those things in our jobs and so that human connection i think is probably the most important piece of school yeah for sure that's that's where my mind was and it reminded me of like when we're in our kind of um that first staff meeting that we had and our principal was essentially like hey if you're teaching Again, language, if you're doing that first day of school, there's a problem. You can't teach people that you don't know. Yeah. You need to get to know them first, right? And that's, for me, I was like, yeah, that's something that an AI couldn't do. Like, even today, um, when I was walking around, uh, one of the teachers had brought their class outside and was playing that human um, rock, paper, scissors game. My favorite. Right? Lit. I stood, stood there and watched them play for a little bit. And I was and I was like, yeah, like, an AI, you can't do that. You can't wheel your little computer self outside and do that with anybody. Um, but if they're in human form. Ah, uh, true. <laughs> but still, you, like, <laughs> you, that connect, that building of that connection, I don't, I don't know how you teach that. Because at, at the same mm-hmm. time, it's not like every teacher in the building was outside playing that game. That was one teacher. It's true. Right? Not saying that teachers in the building aren't doing whatever they're doing to build connections, but that's just what I saw for today so far. Yeah. Right? I think part of, again, part of teaching is sharing your human experience with other humans, right? Like, a lot of what we teach them is our lived experience and, like, how we navigate things in life, like, as a human. Like, we teach them social skills. We teach them how to get along with people they don't like. <laughs> <laughs> how to Biggest thing. This, right? Um, and yeah, I don't know. How do you how do you handle that? But okay, this is kind of an aside, and but it's kind of related. They actually have an AI influencer. Ooh, okay. So this AI influencer is actually getting brand deals like partnerships and all this stuff and what they're saying is like this is the new face of influencing because this person's never going to age right Mm -hmm. and so they'll always stay in that demographic whereas like a lot of us who are kind of like in these fields will age out of all of the influencery stuff right and so also because they're behind a a page, a social media page, um, it can go on forever. But what it brought up was questions of authenticity and lived experience. Okay. Because you can be anyone you want to be online or with an AI, right? So, mm-hmm. like, I'm pretty sure that this was, I don't, I'm hoping I'm not wrong, but I think it was an Asian AI, like, female presenting AI and the person behind it was a white male. Okay. So then they were like, where's the line? Like, yeah. Cause you get to be whoever you want to be type thing. Mm-hmm. 
and even like when you're talking about getting brand deals and stuff like that maybe that same white male probably maybe he wasn't getting brand deals yeah. now that he's changed how he he's presented on social media now he has all these offers coming in so that's crazy actually yeah crazy. right so like that kind of plays into that whole lived experience piece like what lived experience does my ai have it could draw from the things that i feed it but yeah yeah it's artificial intelligence artificial <laughs> oh, it's a good job you know ai means. <laughs> but i i think you're right and i i feel like even if we take it into the direction that we always do saying that like you know building relationships is so important um it's very important at the beginning of the school year mm-hmm. for kids that whether you know them saw them in the hallway before or not and everybody's brand new to you that you have to take the time to get to know them. See, especially like while they are still figuring out themselves too, but be a part of that like journey with them because that is going to help with, you know, the classroom management when um, disagreements come up between students, how you're able to mediate those conversations and still meet the need, like, like proper mediation where you're meeting the needs of both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't come without you knowing who you're dealing with and and continually trying to get to know them and seeing how they change and how they adapt. And especially, again, going back to our mental health um, check that we were doing uh, at the beginning of this episode, um, for say you had a little Alyssa in your class, mm. you don't notice, you're not going to notice, um, if you're if you don't know her, you're not going to notice when something's like off, even though she might not be, showing it to you um if you're actually getting to know them you can start to hear it like in the words that they say when you see them walking down in the hallway and stuff like that with and kind of pick up on stuff like you're not naming things because obviously you're not a doctor but you can pick up on things because you've gotten to know them over a certain amount of time yeah i agree especially for students uh, and youth who do a really good job of masking Mm. um and presenting and smiling a lot. I think that's a lot of um, what gets misconstrued with me because I do often smile or I laugh a lot. And it really is like a coping mechanism for me to help me kind of like continue on, like find the joy, find the, find the laughter. But like at the end of the day, woo, sometimes it's (laughs) exhausting. And I'm like, I am tired of masking. So this is why, you know, getting to know your students and figuring out who they are will kind of help you kind of push past that piece. Um, Because sometimes you won't get a, there won't be a signal or a, a thing that seems off. Like sometimes it'll seem like everything's okay, but it's not. It's like that um, analogy of like uh, when you're wearing your shoe and your socks start sliding off underneath, like, it feels it feels weird and sometimes like this is why the relationships become so important because then someone will hopefully tell you that something Mm -hmm. is not right um before it gets to the point because again andre was one of the first people to know that like things aren't all right here (laughs) (laughs) things are not good um before i felt comfortable saying it to like the people that needed to know but 
um yeah the the better relationships you build the more i don't know it's not even just like the more they'll trust you but just the more comfort you will have as an entire like class or an entire oh, for sure. student population because kids will start to see that and they kind of feed off of that like oh like he was willing to listen to you they were willing to listen to you like yeah yeah know. like even for for me um yesterday i had a conversation with a student and again i haven't seen this student in what two months and you would think that we were in class together yesterday mm-hmm. like crazy crazy just came came into my office sat like hey mr Rashi, blah, 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 blah. this is all that i did for the summer this is all that happened today and went on and on and on and you would think again that no time has passed mm-hmm. and that comes with again that you us developing that relationship having that comfort and even with those kids that maybe i didn't have like a sit down conversation with kids that i saw in the hallway just saying yo what's up had a mm-hmm. kid show up late to school um yesterday as well first person this guy came to look for was me he said yo you're here, Mr. I was like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> different place. It's a different yeah. place. They couldn't be sure. They <laughs> yeah, they're like, you're here. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm here. But again, just if you're taking the that time to build those relationships, that's those are the things that last. Those are the things that matter more even long after you know they've left the, left your school maybe uh-huh. you've forgotten their name which is something that teachers do parents we forget kids names like after six months it happens um, but um the the face and that recognition and that comfort is there because teachers take the time to build those lasting relationships so my question for you is what is one of your favorite activities um for getting to know students at the beginning of the year. It may not have to, okay, sorry. I shouldn't say activity, thing, because it, it may not be an activity. Maybe you just do something different. No, well, I when you said it, I was thinking, okay, I can give them this um, classroom activity that I use, because again, not every teacher is in my role where you kind of just free roam in the place and getting to know mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a game, I can't remember what it's called, but I think it's called like Name Roulette, okay. where you, um, you set up your desk into, uh, or you set up the the groups into three teams. These teams stand in a circle and they kind of move again, like a, like a revolver. So they rotate mm-hmm. and roll. And as they're circling beside each other, um, you time it and then you say, stop. Um, there's two students that end up side by side. One student has to say the other student's name first and then whoever's name is said comes and joins that team and then eventually um eventually you end up with you know the entire class on one team trying to get this one person on their team (laughs) and it's really just a way to have um the kids learn each other's names and learn it in like a fun way that's cool so it's something that i i played yeah I haven't played it very often. I've maybe done it like two or three times since I found out about it. But it's always cool to play. You end up playing it like three, four times because guys are like, no, no, no. I, I know people's names now. I'm ready to go. I can actually, <laughs> I can play. <laughs> I can play now. Whereas the first time is like, I don't know who you are. I'm just going to be out. I'll, I'll join your team. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's um, a cool activity. What about you? Um. Okay, so two things. 
One, funny enough, is one that I think a lot of people do, but it actually involves no talking. <laughs> okay. And it's the organize yourself game. Um, so, like, the organize yourself um, by birthday. Okay. From, like, January to December. Um, and it's just funny because they actually have to try and communicate without using words. And so you watch them kind of, like, figure out, like, hand signals and... Um, yeah, people are shivering. Ah, I'm, yeah, I'm like, boring it's when it's like, cold, as you know. Yeah, so <laughs> I feel like for the kitties that are maybe a little bit more reserved, um, they can participate without feeling like pressure um, mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know, having to speak or anything. Everyone just is kind of looking at each other. So that one I like. Um, but the second thing that I do a lot of in the first couple weeks is um asking questions and like letting it float and like letting them answer just random questions so like i'll sit on a desk i'll have the kids just like sit and we'll we'll chill and we'll talk like actual humans what's an example Um, of a question that you might give up um i'm a big fan of like if you were like trapped on an island questions like okay what would you bring? Because it's always interesting to see what types of things. And so then I'll like add things in like, okay, if you were trapped on an island, but you couldn't bring a cell phone, you couldn't bring like, you know, like I'll list like maybe three major things that people would always br- like gravitate to yeah, and see what they bring. Um, or like when you were, when you were five, cause a lot of them are like, you know, tweens and teens. Mm-hmm. When you were five, what did you want to be when you grew up? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you hear fun things like astronaut, which is like one of those things that people want to be when they're a kid. But as they start to get older, I find that those things change. And then parents, this is where you are totally at fault for this. But then you hear things <laughs> like when they're 13, they're like, I want to be an accountant. And I'm like, you're a liar. Exactly. Like, you don't want to be an accountant or like everyone wants to be an engineer now. And I want to be an engineer. Yeah. I'm going to make masters. How do you know? Exactly. So (laughs) I like hearing about what they had these big dreams of when they were little. Um, and like why that changed, like, cause then I'll ask them like, what do you, is that the same thing you want to be now? Why is that changed? If it stayed the same, what solidified that? And we just kind of like have random questions. Um, sometimes you talk about news. Um, I wait a little bit for that, for the newsworthy stuff. Um, Cause sometimes, especially lately it's heavy. Um, but I, I do, I really like word. conversations. <laughs> I know you hate heavy, but I like, I like having conversations truthfully. Like there is a lot of chatting in my class all the time. Mm. And I do a lot of observing as well because, and that's the bell. <laughs> Um, wow, you can really hear it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do a lot, a lot of observing. So like I will give them things to do. Like again, I know kids do 5011 name tags, but I do love a name tag because while they're doing the name tag, especially in groups, they'll have to talk to each other or else yeah. you're bored to tears. I think you have so, to do like a uh you can't just be like, uh, you know, write your name. It has to be like your name and you have to draw stuff inside it stuff like that just so you're Mm -hmm. just not coloring for an hour or something like that yeah or you can do like some people do the four quadrants so like on each 
section of your name tag, you'll put something different there. So like your favorite mm-hmm. animal, your favorite color, um, I don't know, something you like to eat, whatever, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like for, and your favorite sport, let's say, or favorite activity. Maybe I said that already, whatever, but you'll do those in four quadrants. So people can like, you know, learn more about you when they look at your name tag. Yeah. Um, but I do like assigning those types of like busy work activities because I do like to observe kind of how kids work, who they talk to, who's going to be the kid that is like, that is going to, you know, race through it and do uh, like okay. stick figures for everything. Who's the kid that's like, I can't sit here. I got to <laughs> get up and move, right? Yeah. Like, those are the things that I want to see. Who's the kid that's going to take initiative and actually come to me and be like, this like this is not working for me or i need this um and so you see a lot of like observational things when you just observe when you watch them yeah and i I think think even sorry i was gonna say even when you're like doing that name tag stuff i think it's even cool like to let the kids like get up and look around at what everybody else did so you can again you're looking you do that and then you notice okay this person likes this activity just like me and it's can easily make or try to um foster some sort of friendship making in that activity too i just know that i hate with a passion as an adult an icebreaker <laughs> I, every time they say get up and i'm like no <laughs> let's talk about our staff meeting so we have our first uh pd of the year that i actually did go to and they made us get up and introduce ourselves. Andre, this is two types of people, right? Extrovert and an introvert. He's going to lie to you and say he's an introvert, but this oh is extrovert versus introvert. Oh my gosh. Go ahead. Extrovert gets up and says, I'm going to go meet all the new people. I'm going to go introduce myself to all the new people. That's not what I said. We'll go on. You can guess who that is. <laughs> the introvert is like, I'm going to stand here. And hopefully the people that I know will come and talk to me. But I'm not going out of my way to go introduce myself. That's not introvert or extrovert. That's just like mean, crotchety old lady and nice guy. <laughs> I mean, say what you will. But <laughs> this guy literally went out of his way. Like was like, ah, oh, I'm out. Got up. Booked into the other side of the library. <laughs> so lie oh, oh. i took like five steps to the first new person <laughs> but like i said he tried to find all the new people and i was like hey i'm andre the giant because <laughs> <laughs> you had to say something about yourself <laughs> the joke is i the last two people that i spoke to i didn't even tell them my name <laughs> until until when they're like, all right, everybody go sit back down. And I started walking away. And one of them was like, wait, who are you? And I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> I didn't tell you my name. My bad. Not me. I talked to like three people that I already knew. Yeah, because you, you're a horrible person. It's okay. You know what it is? If I'm going to be completely honest, I hate small talk. I really like loathe the idea of having to think of things to say to people this is going to sound really rude. And this is yeah, the crotchety old lady in me when I don't really care. <laughs> like Terrible. don't force me to have conversations. If I see you and like, I, you know, we're there and we'll have a conversation fine, but like, don't make me have a conversation. It makes me, 
And again, um, I hate to so play you, this card. It makes me anxious. I don't like it. I don't so like you don't it. Like that that talk to your elbow partner about nothing. So <laughs> why do you think I always sit beside Andre? So when they say talk to your elbow <laughs> partner, I'm like, oh, there's my elbow partner. <laughs> Don't make me talk to people I don't want to talk to. It makes, you know what it is? And again, if we kind of take this right back to masking, I don't like having to mask for people. I like to just, like, it's stressful for me to appear normal. And mm. I'm a very awkward person, I would say. I would say, like, if you know me well, you know that I have weird quirks. I, like, am just... I like to just be myself. And I feel like when I'm around new people, I have to like put on the like, hi, I'm Allie. Like, <laughs> exactly, right. Like I have to put on that person versus just being who I am. Um, and so, yeah, I just, this is, this is literally why I eat lunch with Andre. I <laughs> chill with Andre. Like, Speaking of that, I went to the staff room just, and we'll wrap up this episode. But when I went into the staff room yesterday, people were like, oh, didn't know you remembered over here. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, I talk to you guys every day. Don't do me like that. <laughs> now they're gonna be like, it's her. <laughs> it is me. I don't want to eat lunch in the staff room. Okay, too many foods all at once <laughs> coming at me, just assaulting me. You know, people have a word for that, but you know, we'll, we'll nah, save, we'll I, save never you said, I never said. I never. What I said was. There's too many. There's too many. If it's like one person's food, fine. But like 50, 11 people's foods, like, gosh. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be like a smelly-ish food, whatever that means. It just has to be a lot of different flavors all at once. It's mm. a lot for me. Okay? I like a lower sensory experience while I'm eating. Yes. There's a word for that too. But, you know, we'll leave it alone. Kapow. <laughs> um but yeah to wrap up this episode i would just say again as you are going through this first week second week of school take the time to get to know your kids before you know you crack open a textbook or something like that because building those relationships is important it is going to be the thing that lasts and the thing that's going to get you through and when i say you i mean like both you and the student get you through those um difficult times when those um challenges come up or those difficult conversations come up or you you know you need them to get their assignments handed in because they're behind and stuff like that those conversations come easier when they trust and have some sort of relationship with you yeah and uh be kind to yourself take the time to do something nice for yourself and protect your mental health for sure even if that means dyeing your hair purple and with that the shade. <laughs> oh with that um we will end today's podcast um thank you for listening to this episode we are teachers like us you can find us anywhere you decide to put your subscription dollars if you're looking to stay up to date for when we are dropping new episodes you can follow us on instagram at teachers like us if you're looking to see i don't even know what you do over there anymore if you're looking Nothing. to like learn how to order on the mcdonald's app you can oh follow Alyssa at Alyssa g tighter <laughs> i'm gonna do see. something on instagram i'm sorry okay I'll, we'll see you next time peace